You're listening to Race Base Drive in 5. Welcome, everyone, to this week's Drive in 5. Today, we're with Jesse Love again, and Jesse was at Madeira Speedway for Championship Weekend. So, Jesse, you're online with us. Wow, what a weekend for you. Yeah, it was definitely a really cool weekend. Uh, cool to get the championship back and then do that well in the pro race as well. Well, that's right. If you hadn't, if you didn't catch that, Jesse was racing in both races, the junior late model race and the RPM mortgage, $10,000 to win pro late model race. But Jesse, let's start with the junior late model race where you qualified second and then you went out and basically won the race in an extremely exciting race that came down to the last, really everything happened within the last five laps. So kind of walk us through that race first. Yeah, it was um, it was a pretty boring race up until about ten to go. Really, is when things started heating up and they heat, they uh, started to heat up quick. Um, start off uh, way strong, uh, led most of the race, and uh, the top was uh, rolling really well, especially with the big motors. Um, and we draw back to second by the break, and. Um, I knew we had a better car than the leader, um, but I knew that we just needed a little bit more to get by him on the bottom, uh, you know, because you're making that corner so tight, which really makes the car, you know, push. So we uh, we made we went a little bit too far on the adjustments, and we uh, made the cars wicked loose, really. And um, uh, I dropped back to third, and uh, about five to go. Um, there was the front top two leaders, and uh, the guy that was running second passed or trying to pass for the lead, and um, uh, got into the leader there. Uh, you know, with the involvement of a lap car, uh, that ended uh, both of their races, and I almost got caught up in it myself. Um, I was on the outside, or I was um, on the tail tank of uh, what was his name of Rice, who was on the outside when it happened. So. Um, I almost got involved in that and uh, ended both of their races, and we were able to kind of just kind of cruise for the last, you know, three laps uh, and, you know, take on the championship. Well, but, Jesse, did you did you actually see that kind of coming? I mean, I know that, that I was there at the race, and, and it looked like you, you kind of almost knew that going down into, I think that happened in turn one, I believe, if I'm correct. Um, did, you, did you see that coming? Did you have an idea that they were going to get into each other? Yeah, um, you know, I missed a shift on the high side, and the 92 got by me, and I knew that I lost, uh, you know, some precious ground there that I needed to make up quickly, and uh, we started making up a little bit of ground, but, uh, you know, they were running so close, and there was a lap car coming, and I knew that, you know, the guy on the outside, you know, wasn't going to be, he was, you know, definitely going to either put in the trash can or win the race. So um, kind of just backed off a little bit and uh, kind of waited for the for them to catch the lap car. And sure enough, uh, you know, give, me giving myself the room and, you know, seeing that coming definitely uh, saved the car uh, for the championship and the next race after that. That's right, because you had to make sure that that car was in good shape because you used the same car to then go into the pro late model race by what basically just changing the carburetor. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, basically 
what we did uh, really was uh, pull the chip, uh, you know, pull the pucks, which are just the air restrictors, um, as well as uh, change the carburetor, and then we were ready to go. Um, but it definitely made it difficult, mainly because um, when I was rolling out or onto or into our pit stall, you know, the whole rest of the pro label race was already lined up. Yeah. So that was um, that was pretty nerve wracking. You know, making sure we didn't miss anything. We and they team, uh, they were so stout. They were on it right away, and uh, you know, they were. I literally got in before I was out of the car. They already had the car up on jacks, and uh, they changed tires, not bolted the you know the entire car, you know, filled it up, did everything with the mirror they needed to do, and uh, really um, gave me a fast car for the main. Yeah, I know. I was down on on uh, on the front straightaway there after you captured your second consecutive um, junior late model championship, and the the tech guys were like, "Okay, this car needs to go to tech," and your your team was looking at him going, "No, this car needs to go to our pit because we got to get ready for the pro late model race." So uh, I know when you guys rolled out, I mean, you rolled out, they shut the gate, and things were about to to get exciting at that point. So. Uh, first of all, before we go talk about the pro late model race, what does it mean to you to win your second consecutive junior late model race? And knowing that you're leaving this path of history of all the things that you've done in this series, um, because you're not coming back to the to the junior late model series. So what what does all that mean to you um, as far as uh, moving forward in your career? Yeah, it definitely means a lot. And, uh, you know, the junior series has definitely taught me a lot. Uh, you know, a lot of invaluable experience that I'll never be able to gain back in, you know, a lot of different series. Uh, it was the first, you know, ever stock car I drove, and uh, a lot of the guys that ran that series were the first people that I ever ran a stock car against. Um, and I had a blast running that whole series, so it was uh, really cool, you know, not only just to be able to win the series, um, but also to be able to win uh, the most races two years in a row as well as a championship. Uh, it was also pretty good. Uh, we definitely had a different mindset than everybody else. Uh, we definitely had the championship and the race in mind, not just qualifying or practice, something like that. Uh, you know, I kind of gave it off to my team there on the championship as much as I do, and i um, definitely going to miss it going forward. Right. So let's fast forward now into the pro late model race. Stout field there. Um, I think there was, um, I want to say, 38 cars that tried to make the, the feature race. So Yeah, there was definitely um, a bunch of cars that, were all uh, really quick, and there were a lot of super late model guys that came down from the touring series. Uh, there were some Kane and West guys that came down, um, some guys from back east, even some guys from out of the country that came down around the race. So it was really cool. Yeah, it was it was a really cool thing to see. You you qualified sixth in that race. So yeah, that was um, something I wasn't expecting to do. Um, one of the guys that runs the SRL Touring Series, uh, which is a super late model uh, series, Jacob Gomes was down uh, helping me out before qualifying, letting me know what to do, how to do it, and it definitely paid off. I mean, it was, you know, difficult. I mean, some of my teammates, you know, they weren't able to make, you know, the top ten, and that just goes to show, you know, how hard it was. And, you know, the top ten was all within the tenth, you know, so... There was a solid probably about 10 to 12 guys that could have won that race. I mean, uh, you know, everybody had a very strong equipment in that series and very good setups as well. So it definitely makes it difficult when, you know, you start 20 cars in the main, uh, you know, eight or 25 cars in the main after, you know, eight cars, you know, after, you know, there's a B main, all that stuff. And uh, 
just to make the show really cool. But it just goes to show how hard of a race it was with, you know, 25 cars starting the main and there being about, you know, 12 to 15 guys that could have won the race. So um, it was pretty cool. Uh, overall, you know, just qualifying in general was pretty huge for us, being able to uh, uh, be able to pill draw, which actually didn't even help us at all because we pulled a seven. But other than that, it was a pretty cool weekend leading up to the race. Right. And so early on in the race, there was an incident, I think, down in down in turn three, between three and four, uh, where a couple cars got together, and you had to slow down um, and kind of get way up high to, to, to miss that incident. And that, that forced you back to, I want to believe, almost a, a 24th restarting position is where you restarted at. Yeah, 24th. And it was, uh, you know, that rule has been um, a problem with me uh, from the start. You know, it happened a few times last year in the Junior Light Series, and it happened again, you know, in the biggest race that probably ever ran before. So um, it was definitely a, a little frustrating when it happened. And, I mean, I actually disagree with the rule, you know, how it, you know, just can't lose uh, pace, you know, once the caution lights come on. So uh, it's unfortunate that it happened. Um, but really, as I look back on it, it kind of just made it for a better race. Well, you know, and I don't know if you realize this or not, but there was another car involved, uh, which I believe Jagger Jones was driving. Um, he had to stop and do the same thing, except he did it on the back of the uh, the bottom side of the track. But they put Jagger back in his position and made you start twenty fourth. I didn't really understand that move, so I don't know yeah. if you were aware that that actually happened or not. But that but that did happen at, at that same incident. Yeah, I saw it happen. I was you know obviously pretty frustrated with it, um, but you know we just we didn't want to risk uh, getting black flag or anything like that. Um, you know, we never made contact with anybody, which was unfortunate. We weren't able to keep our position, but uh, definitely something we're going to remember for next time if we uh, run the same series again. Right. So here's the cool thing about this, and I'm going to give you credit for this because I believe that you ran a smarter race than probably anybody in the field uh, to bring that car from 24th back up to third, challenging for the win, um, during the last, I would say, what, 10, 12 laps. I mean, the three of you guys were running side-by-side, nose-to-tail, and it just looked like that you ran a very calculated, a very, very smart race. And I, I know that when you got out of the car, you really wanted that win. I, I could see it on your face. And I think, again, just my personal opinion, if there would have been another three laps or there would have been a late race caution, I think the guys in front of you were in trouble because I think you were much faster than the second-place car. I think he Yeah, we were definitely faster than second place. Um, we actually ended up winning the championship. It was kind of ironic that we both won the championship, both battling, you know, for the podium. Um, we definitely had second place covered. Uh, you know, Logan Zampa, who won the race, uh, definitely had a very fast hot rod. And he really did make some va- uh, very good changes in the last pit stop and break and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, hats off to them. They definitely deserved it. Uh, it's a great family. Um, uh, yeah, you know, definitely I think if we got to second, there was a late race caution. I think we could have done something to uh, get by him on the bottom side because uh, he probably would have taken the top. Um, but, you know, sometimes, you know, that's just racing and it's just going to make for you know, if we do come back and run that race and win it, it just can make that uh, that win that much sweeter. And to say that you had 
<clears throat> fans in the stands would be an understatement because the way I understand it, you guys brought a bus to Madera full of fans because the fans were everywhere. So the support was there. Um, I, I feel very privileged that, that you allowed me to be able to come in and be a part of that championship weekend. I think you did a great job. Um, I know that uh, you've got a couple of races coming up in the, uh, the Midget Series, I think, still. Yeah, we got uh, two more uh, races. Uh, it's, uh, it'll be, be televised and all that stuff. So uh, two more races in the midget deal, as well as a race in uh, not this weekend, but the weekend after that in uh, Las Vegas for the world finals in the legend car and road course. Uh, that's definitely going to be a cool deal. Uh, hopefully we can, uh, about a month down the road when we run the midget again, we'll be uh, hopefully picking it up the championship. Uh, we're leading points right now, so hopefully we can keep that going. So what do you think? Are you going to be able to go three in a row? I definitely hope so. Um, we've got three wins in a row so far, so hopefully we can pick up a fourth. Oh, you got three in a row. That's right. I forgot about that. Well, Jesse, again, congratulations on picking up your second Junior Late Model Series. Congratulations on a top three finish in the Pro Late Model. Thanks for being with us tonight, and uh, we're going to look forward to being back with you um, after your next midget race, I know you've got some exciting things that later on in the year we're going to be able to talk about as far as what Jesse Love's going to be doing in 2019, but it's going to be exciting. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Jesse, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Okay, race fans, we'll see you back here next time with Jesse Love in Driving Five. You have been listening to Race Base Drive and Five.